Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Get Mary Show. Let's be best friends and talk about real life, the mess, the magic, and everything in between. Every week, you'll walk away feeling inspired with doable action steps and realize you're never alone. I'm Emma. And I'm Carla. We're your hosts. You might know us as the Merrymaker Sisters. And yes, we are real life sisters. Are you ready? Let's get merry. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. This is episode 230 on the Get Merry podcast, and we are so excited to be coming to you. Sorry, we're a day late. I know. You know, maybe two, maybe one, one day. What day is it? It's oh, yeah. I, it's Wednesday or Thursday. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we are sorry for that, but we were down in Canberra visiting our parents and. We started to cross-stitch. <laughs> yeah, we developed a healthy new obsession, I'm going to call it. And, oh my gosh, so fun. I think what inspired the cross-stitch was we watched Little Women and it was like, you know, going back in time. I mean, what an amazing movie, firstly. Mm-hmm. An amazing story that is just lasts the distance again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And that's why it keeps getting remade into beautiful new movies. And, I mean... You know, when you go back in time and you just, like, appreciate all these old things, like, you know, cross-stitching or, like, Mm. knitting or making something, creating something, making a dress, whatever it might be. Yeah. Just creating something for the sake of creating it, not because I want to sell it or start a business Mm. or put it on my wall even, like, just doing it for the fun of doing it. Yeah, well, I like the idea of, like, how they used to be, like, in the – in the – olden days where they would find a piece of material and like that would be the the I guess the beginning of the inspiration for a new dress yeah I don't like how like a woman was just like you know a woman is here to clean and like oh, and no. to mind the children and <laughs> we didn't and we didn't like our part and like no but this is the, the that's the what the thing story is, is about though the thing is they sh- were showing us the truth yeah. of how it used yeah, to be and how great. and how yeah when you know, another group of women compare their lives to another woman's who maybe isn't the same as theirs and shame them for not having that. So, and I mean, this still happens. Yeah, of course. And I think it also allows us to be so grateful for the women of our past who Mm. did not have opportunities like we do now where, you know, anything almost, almost, I like the almost, like everything for us is possible I mean, in other countries, not so because of gender. But mm. in Australia, we're very blessed. We're very lucky. I mean, it still exists, the whole um, gender, what do you call it? Inequality? Patriarch. <laughs> the patriarch <laughs> is still a thing. <laughs> 
yeah. So anyway, I think what this movie did, it actually really inspired us, I think, mainly from from the main character, Joe, who went out and she forged her own path and she was writing and she went and pitched her own stories and got them published and it was very inspiring. Oh like, my gosh, she, so inspiring. And she just didn't live the normal life. And I think that's, you know, we kind of feel very much the same in that we are not living the normal should be's and things like that. So we saw ourselves in Joe. But the thing with this movie is that I think you can see yourself in all of them and it reflects different parts of you and it's such a beautiful movie. Movie, so please go and see it you will cry you will laugh it is it brings so much joy and so much beauty like we walked out and with movies like this we we always are like oh look at life like oh wonderful like it's so beautiful and it just it just was so real as well, well. I think yeah movies like that that allow you to feel that like it allows you to see the beauty in every little detail of the mm. world. It's like you walk out of a movie like that. I mean, you can list the movies like for us. It's like La La Land. It's these God. epic like the greatest showman. Pre- yeah, the greatest showman. Um, I mean, for me, it's like the Great perks, Gatsby. the Great Gatsby, the perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. Like these really emotional, deep movies. Oh, as Once well. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh my made God! Me feel like that yes, too. all of these like just like epic pictures, epic motion pictures that. Uh, so artistic on different mm. levels, whether it's like the music or whether it's the the acting or the story or the you know feeling what? or I the emotion. Another movie that made me feel like that. Um, what was it? Christopher Robin. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my Did gosh. you watch it? Yeah. Well, that movie was so like the feeling. It was so beautiful. The and I was just like, oh. Like, it was also so sad I know, and but real. so beautiful. Oh, it's these movies that just impact you mm. and then you step out and it it allows you to feel such gratitude toward life. And, yeah, as we did, like we walked out of that movie and everything was beautiful. I would see the leaves blowing in the wind and I was just like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And then we felt really inspired yeah. to create. And I think that's that's the proof of like real art when you then feel inspired to create something yourself. Yes. And we we felt the calling toward cross stitch, which is so super <laughs> random because I had I didn't know how hard cross stitch was. Like I'm going to say that I thought I, I sort of just thought like oh it's so easy. Like I thought that there would be like a picture and I'd just copy copy it yeah. on the on the thread, but it actually there's a lot more to it. And I think as we began to cross stitch, and I mean one day we spent the whole morning cross stitching, like me, you, and Mum. It was so fun, and we started to realize these kind of life lessons that was showing up while we were doing this cross stitch and I we're really excited to share them with you today and there's about there's about three or four lessons that we learned that I just became so clear from doing this one little thing that was so such a random decision a random decision to buy a cross stitch set yeah, I love that. It. Then brought so much to our lives. Well, I think you know we know all these lessons. We knew them before, but I think it's cool when you can recognize them in little things. Oh, yeah. like a cross stitch because we've learned and been been living these lessons mm. for years and years and years. Yeah, I love when you can see it in something else. Though. Yes, You're like oh, like this. Yeah, it's in here. As and well. I mean, the first thing I remember, the first thing we talked about it was, you know, the. The focus, the single focus that all you can really concentrate on is the cross stitch. So mm-hmm. you're fully present and you have this one point of focus. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, where do we learn that in everything? In business when we heard what you focus on grows. Mm-hmm. 
in yoga, what is it called? Drishti point. Find your drishti. So it's find that one point of focus so you don't lose your balance. Yeah. And so you can calm the mind, the monkey mind that jumps from left to right to past to present to future. We find one point of focus. This could be your thumb, your big toe or the horizon line. It's like the opposite of your mobile phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like when we do live in this world where it's so easy to be non-present it's so easy to be distracted Mm -hmm. like that is the normal when we're just like there's a million things going on we're thinking about the future we're thinking Mm -hmm. about the past we're on facebook we're checking in on uh on on facebook then checking to instagram then twitter then checking our emails and then we're like oh crap oh and don't forget tinder and bumblebee god and then it's like oh my bumblebee is it what is it called bumblebee Guys, I'm not on Bumble. I'm not on Bumble. I am on Tinder. I'm not on Bumble. I'm not on Bumble. Or Tinder. Yeah. I have a boyfriend. Yes. Well, yes. Good. <laughs> That's good. That's for another episode, though. Yeah, we will do that. We're going to do that. Yeah. I want to bring in, though, like, because I want to talk about from my perspective and your perspective. Oh, yeah. I want to bring in, like, a married friend and I want to bring in, like, a divorced friend as well. Oh. And I want to talk about all types of relationships on the same episode. Oh, God. That would be fun yeah interesting i like it okay but one point of focus yeah let's (laughs) rein it in rein it in so yeah that was the first thing and i think um you know it was a great meditation i mean i've never heard carla be so silent in my whole entire life and i've known her for a long time and i carla like you just were so quiet doing this cross stitch i was like wow i know how to shut her up i actually because what i struggle with a lot is my mind and especially with the business like I I am forever thinking about the business I'm forever thinking about how we can do things better I'm forever thinking about should I check the emails what if that person wrote back like what what do they think or maybe I should do this instead and so the cross stitch allowed me to actually probably for the first time ever in my whole entire business life switch off my brain and it's because she got more obsessed with the cross stitch than the business <laughs> just, for a just for like a couple hours and it was really cool to see and it was interesting because I just like had this like dialogue about the cross stitch no one was listening but I was like talking it I think mum was doing yeah, that too were. we were like I was like one two three oh I did the wrong one no <laughs> oh how am I oh, oh I've, I've pulled it through again and I'd like didn't even realize I was having this narrative <laughs> about what I was doing and I'm like wow like that probably says a lot like my mind is probably this ongoing narrative of my life which it is but at least it's present narrative, right? <laughs> like maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you should do it. You should like narrate your life in real life all the time. Oh my gosh, how that would funny. be hilarious. Oh god. But we were completely opposite. You were talking to yourself. I was completely quiet and so focused. Yeah. But it made me realize how important having like folk like having one focus at a time and dropping the multitasking. Yeah. Like just leave it. Because you are way more productive. You are way more effective. So true. You have way less stress in your life Mm. when you choose to do one thing at a time and you choose to do one thing, finish it, and then move on to your next thing. That's so true. And I really suck at that. So it's a good lesson. (laughs) Uh, Here, here. How many tabs do I have open at a time? I'm like, how quick can I do this? And then I'm like jumping to each task. And then you're like holding your breath and getting anxious. Oh, that's another thing though. I, one of the big things we learned was to breathe again. I feel like this lesson comes up in everywhere. E- because even when I had that one point of focus, I did notice that I was holding my breath. Yeah, I and had I my like, breath cross I was like, too. And I was like, oh, can't get it through. Like, I just, like, it was quite difficult to, like, 
pin the needles through the cross stitch. And I figured, I was like, wow, I'm holding my breath. Why? And where else do I do this? Oh, my God. I found it was the weirdest thing. We all were doing it. We all talked about how we held our breath during cross stitch. Why? (laughs) And so then you had the great idea of using each stitch as a breath. And I thought that was, again, a great, like, metaphor for seeing – things that we've learned elsewhere come up in this cross stitch because where else have we learned that yeah yoga and pilates yeah. movement with breath and so change the idea of doing the stitch and holding your breath to when you do this with the needle it's an inhale yeah. when you do that with the needle it's an exhale and, and same so with a, yoga and again and pilates yeah. there's always that movement with the breath yeah. and so i really liked that as well yeah that was cool okay so another thing that we learned discipline oh and i mean Discipline, devotion, dedication, tapas. tapas, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, in yoga it's called tapas. And, I mean, it is, again, it, it's like that kind of that focus where you put your focus, mm. it grows, but it's like dedication to the project. You just persist. Consistent, consistency and persistence, yeah. right? You just do not stop until you complete the job. Yeah, and can I also bring up was attention to detail because – you know, we were so disciplined in creating this cross-stitch pattern. We had to have such attention to detail because if we went one count out, the whole thing would be out. Yeah, so there were times when we had to undo the work we did and which was really annoying because you're like, oh, my gosh, I just spent 10 minutes doing that. Yeah, so I, I guess that's about doing your best, yeah. trying your best. And then when you make mistakes, fixing them. Because that's doing, that's doing your best, right? Because how many times have you like made a mistake yeah. and then you're like, you know, I'm just going to keep going, no one will notice. Yeah. But sometimes it's not for other people. Like it's for yourself. Yeah. And I find that that is a really a beautiful thing to do. Just for you. Like this is what it's teaching. The cross stitch is teaching me to not do my best just for external validation or for an external purpose or for someone else. It's teaching me to do my best for me. And I think we can liken it to like cleaning your house. If you live by yourself. Oh, my gosh. And I know we can both relate to this because I live by myself half the time. You live by yourself. And sometimes you're like, well, what's the point? Why would I tidy? I know. And then you do and you feel amazing because you've done it for you. Yeah. And I think, uh, like, yeah, it gets you out of that habit of doing it for external factors, Mm -hmm. which is such an easy thing to do, to fall into. But now you start showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is an action, a sign, a active uh, thing you can do to show self-love that's what I'm trying to say like (laughs) (laughs) we won't edit that out we'll keep that yep self-love what's that thing yep self-love self-love self-respect self-respect as well yeah well it's respect for the the dwelling that you're in and therefore when you have a tidy space a clean space I feel like that really transfers to everything. Actually, I read an Instagram post. I can't remember who it was. Great story, Carla. But they Mm -hmm. talked about how when they notice things in their house that are messy, that they can also see that where it is showing up in their life. For example, if their pantry is a mess or their kitchen is a mess, it usually means they've like kind of let go of their diet and what they're eating or their bed isn't made. Like it means that they're not sleeping well and things like this. You can see where it shows up in your life. What about showers? What does that? 
that say when your shower is you're shower's really <laughs> unhygienic and have very bad personal hygiene. No, oh my God. You know I what? just hate washing the no. It's hard. Not cleaning an old shower oh. is just showing that like it's time to upgrade to a modern shower. I know. And when you're renting, like I don't want to renovate someone else's no, bathroom. But not. yeah, my bathroom is not very new and it gets so gross, the shower. I feel like, you know, we've had this conversation with others about cleaning showers. It's a tough task. Yeah. So just be compassionate to myself. Just be kind to yourself and just do your best. Okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to feel bad or any shame for like my disgusting, streaky shower. I think everyone's nodding their heads and saying, me too, (laughs) because showers suck to clean and it's the last thing on my priority list for like cleaning purposes. I will clean the kitchen. I will clean the floors. I will clean the toilet. I'll clean the basin before I clean the shower. I literally love cleaning the toilet over the shower. Like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'll scrub that toilet. Do you prefer kitchen cleaning or bathroom cleaning? I don't mind. I think I the least cleaning, the least favorite is the shower and the floors, like washing the floors. floors. Just because, like, I don't know. I just don't haven't found a good mop that I like. Okay, we need to get off talking about cleaning. But um, appreciate any of your advice. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I suck at cleaning. It's not a skill I'm the best. I leave it to the amazing Joel who does the floors for me, and like, thank you, Joel. I need to find like a different. (laughs) Man to do my cleaning <laughs> and all the other things. I need to find a man to cook for me and clean for me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that is like, but I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, he can do it. And no, I'm kidding, you guys. It's a, it's equality. About exactly, equality. it is equal households. I like that. Yeah, equal household. I 100 percent believe. Uh, me in too. That. And you yeah. make decisions. Who does what? And yeah. you stick to yeah. it. Maybe you swap jobs sometimes. Yeah, I like fine. it. Okay, so the cross stitch taught us discipline. It taught us attention to detail and it taught us about doing your best. I'm going to also say, um, because sometimes we can say doing your best. I feel like a good word is trying your best. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't know what our best is. Yeah. And sometimes it's not about always doing your best. It's just trying your best for that day. Well, Because our best can be different each day, right? Well, I think it's trying your best and not being attached to the outcome and your level of achievement. So it's like, okay, I'm going to try my best, but if I don't get a gold star or an A++, that's okay. I know I did my best, so boom, I did the best I could. And I also want to add a bit, okay, like the attention to detail, getting it right, pulling it out when you um, make a mistake – but also, you know, knowing when to go on with the mistake. I was just about to add this you know, one. Compromise. Yes. And not being attached to perfection. Because mm-hmm. I read something on Instagram, someone talking about perfection. <laughs> I, I love this conversation. Yeah. I read this on Instagram. I know. God, we spend way too much time on Instagram. But it was someone talking about perfection and how he was annoyed at himself because he didn't get a move. You know oh, who this is? yeah. Pablo. Pablo. And I wrote a comment on his post and I was like, we really look at perfection as a way of self-sabotaging mm. and uh, it's like it holds us in one spot mm. and we miss out on so much magic or you know new direction of what could be perfectionism is a limit exactly it's not real even though in that case it kind of is real because you can get a move in yoga perfect but also perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly and that's what i said as well but that's what has got you progressing mm. but i know in our in our circumstance and our situation, if we were so attached to perfection, we wouldn't be doing anything what we're doing because we have always gone out 
in the most imperfect ways, not being the best on paper compared to anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, I taught Pilates. I was never the best Pilates teacher and I still am not, no. And I'm never going to be because there's like amazing, like naturally flexible, naturally uh, bodies that are designed for Pilates, perfect. Like they're going to be technically better Pilates teachers, mm. but I'll have my own style, my own way, my own way of teaching, There'll which never is be magic. Anyone like Mary? I mean, yes, exactly. And it's like if I allowed that desire of a perfection to infiltrate my mind mm. and my, I guess, vision, mm-hmm. I would be doing nothing. Exactly. So, yeah, the cross. I love that the cross-stitch taught us this and we both had examples of this where we accidentally counted one too less or one too much yeah. and we were like, you know what, stuff it, I'm going to go on yeah. because I'm pretty sure I can make it work with this. And mum did it the first time and I think because mum did it, I was like, well, I can do it. Yeah, then. well, <laughs> mum did it so we're doing it. Um, so I think this is a really beautiful thing. It's like – I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And it's, again, unwavering faith that yeah. it's all going to work out in the end and it might not look exactly how you thought it was going to look, yeah. but it's going to be exactly as it's meant to be. Exactly. Isn't that a beautiful uh, way to live? And it's also like welcomes more creativity, mm-hmm. more flexibility. Fluidity. More, yes. Yeah. Oh, more. More, <laughs> more of that. Less like – angst because when we are so attached to an outcome we're attached to this perfect perfection we're attached to that that vision that we might have you know great to have a big vision but let's like welcome all that Mm, like you know what i want that but it could look completely different and i will be so happy and don't limit yourself by having this like idea that it has to be a certain way because it's that's totally a limit because imagine if you had this vision and you were so set on it being exactly like that and this other amazing opportunity came up and you say no because i'm doing this like you go away and we just missed a magical moment and let's not do that to ourselves that's on us like we've got to say no to that and yes to imperfections and more flexibility more creativity more fluidity have a plan but my god don't stick to it hell no (laughs) and and i think what this way of living or whatever you want to call it allows is more joy Mm, it's beautiful and it allows more forgiveness to self and more permission Mm -hmm. it's like i'm not attached to how i should be Mm -hmm. so i'm open to what could be Mm. which who knows what could be anything could be it's limitless yeah and it's kind of exciting and you can't help but wipe the smile off your face like it's just there because you're like oh my gosh like infinite Potential, infinite possibilities. And you start noticing more beauty, more joy. You start Mm -hmm. feeling more beauty, more joy. Therefore, Mm -hmm. you start living with more beauty and more joy. But nothing really has changed, just how you are, Mm -hmm. how you see everything, Mm -hmm. how you feel everything, how you react and respond Mm -hmm. to everything. Amazing. All All this this from a cross stitch? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We didn't even plan that, guys. So the last lesson from the cross stitch uh, is – Another beautiful lesson. And I guess we see this in many art forms. We see this in Mm. in all life. We see this in all projects, in all things that we wish to create and bring into this world. Mm. And it's the idea that it's not – it's not just the like this one big thing that is suddenly there. It takes many small things to create the big picture. It takes many small moments to create the memories, many small moments to create the life. And this is the idea of the cross stitch is who would think that a cross 
in a piece of canvas could make a beautiful picture, but together it forms whatever you want it to be. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. And all you have to do is pick a different color and change the little count and put a picture and put a color there and a shape there. And suddenly what was just a cross stitch one tiny cross in a canvas is now this beautiful masterpiece. Yeah, and that's like, as you said, every art form, every creative venture, every every business. Life. Yes, your life. It's like each step, each moment of our lives make up this big giant thing. Like it's every breath. Yeah. It's and the breaths put together. And this is where then that welcomes in this gratitude for oh, all those so small much. moments. And then it makes you feel every moment with more depth, more love, more enjoyment. And even those hard moments, mm. it's like, okay, well, in the grand scheme of this thing, this moment that's really hard, I know it's just a moment. So it will pass. What can I learn from this moment? Mm. Okay. I've learned the lesson. I feel my feelings. Mm -hmm. I am here. I'm going to let those feelings go. I'm not going to hang on to the Mm -hmm. past, the hard times. I'm going to allow them to flow out to welcome in more joyful Mm -hmm. moments. And knowing that this is life, always remembering that there's ups and downs. Yeah, I just think it also makes you realize the importance of every moment. Yeah. Because sometimes we can just like – you know, rush through the mm. the moments that aren't in, enjoyable in inverted commas. Like they're not your typical joy-filled moments or they're, they're the moments where you're filling out a form and it's bloody annoying and like this is taking you so long and I had to respond to a thousand emails and ugh. Yeah, it's like the admin of life. Yeah, the admin yeah. of life that everyone has to do, that we all do. And it's like realizing that actually in every moment there can be importance yeah. and without those, those cross stitches that you did <laughs> – at the beginning, that you wouldn't get the masterpiece at the end. My gosh. And then it, you just go down that path of like, well, what even is life for? Like, bloody hell. Like, this is really just one big philosophy podcast, isn't it? Like, yeah. this is all we chat about. Like, what is the purpose of life when, you know, we can so easily find ourselves attached to these mm. these things we think we should be doing, which cause so much suffering and angst. And then it's like, we don't even enjoy it. And then it's like, well, what's the bloody point? Like, it's like, this is the point. Those small moments, mm. feeling the joy. Ala- wait, it's not even, f- it's giving yourself permission to be joyful. Mm. Giving yourself permission to have contentment exactly mm-hmm. where you are, not when, not conditional, mm-hmm. not when you have that or when you get that or when you're with the man or when, when you, you have the like children, this. when you have that house, when you look like this, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Yeah, I will only go to the beach when I look like this. It's like, no. Like, uh-uh, go to the beach now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're missing the cross stitch. <laughs> you're missing the cross stitches of life. Oh, the moments. Oh, it's so magical, really, when you think about it. What, life? Life. Yeah, it is, That we it? were all chosen to be put on this <laughs> planet at this time, all together, perfectly pieced together in all of its imperfections. Well, yeah, and there is a lot of imperfections in the world. I know. And sometimes that can... <laughs> I know this. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that can get you really feeling quite down, and this is when you... I, I think, like, you know... Just thinking, because I think we can address the fires again. We were in Canberra. The smoke oh was, God, awful. was awful. Gosh, we hadn't seen a blue sky in a week because the smoke was so thick. And just to breathe the air. To be, like, to be back on the Gold Coast now, like I can already notice like my breath is mm. deeper. Like, And I just know 
these people in in Canberra and these people who have suffered from the fires and lost so much and so much devastation, it's been going on for months. I know. And And there's no sign of stopping. Yeah, I had a wink of it. Yeah, and it was awful. Yeah. So I'm just, yeah, I send you all love. Yeah, and I think, you know, at these times when there is so much, I mean, in our backyards as well, when it's Mm. close by and whatever you're going through right now, whatever it is, it can be really difficult mm. and what it can do, it can get you down because mm. you're just feeling so overwhelmed with all the stuff that feels so heavy and wrong mm. in the world. And I feel there's two choices. We can let the heaviness impact us, let it take us down and stay down and feel really sad mm-hmm. and overwhelmed and mm-hmm. confused or we can take a step forward and whatever that step is, be active, mm. whatever that might be. It might be starting a p- petition. It might be starting a, a what do you call those, like, protest. Yeah. Or it could be simply like deciding to rebuild your home. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that and cleaning up. Yeah. And it could be like taking a moment to just send some love out to the world. Yeah. Like, as small so as that. Small. It could be like you dedicate your morning, I don't know, meditation practice, yoga practice, whatever it is. Spend to your morning the world. coffee. Yeah. Thinking about others. Yeah. Yeah. It can and, be so small. And deciding to flood your life with kindness to all the people that yeah. you touch. Like. And then I think the biggest thing to remember is that, you know, this too shall pass. Like yeah, it true. will pass. It is a moment. It's a devastating moment and there's devastating moments in life. Mm. And it's not that the moment will ever leave you because memories like this, you know, they impact you forever. Mm. But the the moment, the now, it won't be like that forever. Yeah, it won't. It, it'll be with you forever. Like probably, yes. Like many moments will. Like I have moments in my life that are, have impacted me forever and changed me. Yeah. And so a moment like this will definitely change you. But the moment as it is now will also pass. And I I guess we can think about it like the cross stitch again when you finish the cross stitch, like we're already ready to do the next one. Like we've planned for the next one. And this is the idea, you know, when we finish these moments in life, these cycles, that the next one comes. Mm. It's the cycles, like life, death, life. Like in the Wild Woman book. Yeah. You're beautiful. And then it also allows us to not bring the past into our now Mm. when we – Focus on that, you know, it's not here forever. Nothing Mm. is forever. Mm. Amazing. (laughs) This is a fun episode. It was very random. I liked it. So many, but this is a great thing when you begin to open your eyes up to all of the lessons that are forever present in life. You begin to piece it all together and how everything is the same. Yeah. How you can see everything and anything. It's like those lessons were learned at business conferences. They were learned at yoga teacher, your yoga teaching thingy. These lessons were (laughs) learned in watching, in planting a seed and watching a tree grow. Yeah, like these lessons are everywhere and it's when we take note. It's when we are aware, right? It's when we're awake to Mm. them because otherwise we just go through the motions. We go through living the should-bes. We go through living to the other people's rules and how they think life should be or how you think life should be. Instead, when you welcome in this awareness, you welcome in these lessons, you, I don't know, open your eyes up to it, right? You welcome in presence. So you're actually 
experience life in all of its fullness. When you are when you are bring awareness in, you bring presence in, and then you get to do life. Yeah. Instead of being worried about the future or guilty about oh the past. Oh my gosh, isn't it the best feeling? I mean, I feel like we all struggle with this, right? Like this whole like. I'm not saying we're in no, no way no, are we no, ever no. – I'm not a person who's forever living in the present. Oh, my God, hell it no. It is a forever practice. And, you guys, this is why we talk about it all that time because it reminds us. Yeah. Thank God we have this podcast because then we're like, oh, we get it now. We remember. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for choosing the Get Married podcast. Yeah, and, I mean, let us know. Oh, someone – asked for a topic what was that it was they wanted us to talk about growth and bliss okay we're going to talk about that i can't remember your name because (laughs) this person who thank you thank you so much for writing to us on instagram please write to us all the time all of you um their words for 2020 were growth and bliss and so they want us to expand on how we think about growth and bliss and oh my god we love those words yeah gladly yeah if you have any other topics you want us to talk about Write to us on Instagram, either comment or DM us and we'll get back to you. And we'll make a big list of topics to cover for 2020 because we obviously want to talk about what you want to hear about. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if you guys could come on our show too? <laughs> like we could all like, you could like, I don't know, call in. That would be fun. <laughs> oh, how do we do that? I don't know. We could make it work. Yeah, we can make that work. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.